grab your friends, it's time for MetaWatch, the world's first, best, and only MetaBots podcast with a tournament arc. In the blue corner, I am Mitch, I use he, him pronouns, and I am ready to represent my deals through battle. Joining me as always in the red corner, Colin. Hi, my name is Colin, I use they, them pronouns, and please, God, Japan, stop being so racist about Mexico. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Just stop being so racist about everybody. Yeah, you, you know. Uh, I'll be the first one to go to bat for this. Uh <laughs> colorism exists in japan please accept that fact <laughs> Ooh, yeah oh man that's a good way to start this episode because it is prominent and i believe it's going to be for the rest of the arc yeah you know we i guess this is this is kind of the thing is um uh you know if if we're we're getting ahead of ourselves uh we've we've got to go a little bit back in time before we get to the actual uh start of the the tournament tournament arc proper um, but, uh, you know, we, if this was a G Gundam situation, we would always, we would already have like, a, a a pretty full roster of countries that would be showing up for this international tournament. And instead we don't. And, uh, we just get the introduction to what, uh, the Japanese, the Kenyan and the Mexican team, uh, with no one else. Uh, but despite, I guess there's some references to like a British team being off screen and a couple other things. And like, you know, I think we can understand that this tur- this world tournament is more than just five people because we've got several more episodes of Metabots left. But yeah, you know, we'll get there. Uh- <laughs> um, before we get to it, and I'll say it again once we get to that episode. Uh, so the animation and uh Episode 40, the tournament, the first uh, part of the tournament, is slower in the American than the uh, the sub because of all the parts they have to keep cutting out. Wow. Oh, <laughs> like, the God. animation is actually played at a slower rate. I am excited for this. Uh, they're a very creative localization team here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really trying Ooh. to hit that runtime well. But before then, we get to enjoy episode 30. Yeah. Heavy, Heavy metal. metal. Uh, this uh is... or the stray dog blues yeah oh that's that's the both of those are good names for this uh this is uh japanese episode 30 uh mm-hmm. so this comes in right before enter rentaro um right after uh uh once frostbit and twice shy uh so this is this is firmly in um uh, the territory of of icky being a known ranked meta fighter uh, and still possibly having to compete for, uh, you know, that, 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 that big position, uh, before he gets it, you know, just wholly taken away from himself, like, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but you know, uh, again, much like, uh, the squid guts episode, they really don't do anything in this episode to try and explain the differences. And we'll get to that, uh, which is, you know, again, frustrating personally for me. <laughs> it, it went through just fine for me. Uh, I have no problems. Yeah. Uh, so Icky and Salty are playing fetch, uh, and Metabi is pretending to have a cold and being freezing and having a fever and blah, 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 uh, because he's jealous. He's jealous of Icky paying attention to Salty instead of him. <laughs> uh, that does not come through in the sub at all, the uh, the jealousy, but we do get a really good line from uh, Icky. Because uh, Medibi goes, my instincts are telling me to hibernate. And Nikki goes, dig a hole and eat some hummus then. Which is just... <laughs> I just want to start telling people to dig a hole and eat some hummus. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, I guess... Yeah, go dig a hole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess... Uh, uh, 
<laughs> Medivy is of, about or has recently or is about to experience a cold snap, so it makes sense. Uh, his his biological <laughs> clock is just messed up. Uh, uh, Salty drags over a dead body, though. It's Spike. Um, <laughs> it was Salty dragged out of a bush or something. Uh, and they take the Spike boy to, keeps dying. Yeah, they take him to a Seven Eleven. Uh, they get him. They get him warmed up with some tea or coffee or whatever the hell he's drinking. Uh, and they find out his sob story. Uh, Spike is, you know, been he's been searching for Cyan Dog uh, since the night before uh, because Cyan Dog is missing. Which don't we mean Crosser Dog because Cyan Dog is Crosser Dog now? But he's gone back to Cyan Dog in a previous episode. But shouldn't he be Crosser Dog? Why? Why was he Crosser Dog for exactly one episode and then became Cyan Dog again? Uh, it's truly a mystery uh, as to what you're going. gonna have a hard time with this episode, aren't you? <laughs> I'm gonna have fun with this episode. I think I think <laughs> this is the this is the breaking point for me. This is the episode where I'm like I'm doing this as a bit now, and I'm just fine with it being out of order. This is very clearly like you know. No, they just like they couldn't fit it into the first season the way they wanted to break it up in the weird localization method or whatever uh but good news this is the last time you have to do your uh asmr asides it is uh maybe i'll only do asmr asides for uh i don't know i'll have to find another new dip new bit for them but uh yeah they're they're a staple of the show and we can't give them up uh they've only been a staple of the show for season two so for the last five episodes <laughs> A staple of the show. Um, so uh, we find out that you know Cyan Dog snuck away and even took um, Spike's meta watch with him uh, and uh, left a note saying not to look for him. Uh, you know, Meta V like lets you know makes it clear like, listen, you know, is do you have anything to be jealous about? Because I'm jealous of Salty. Uh, and Spike <laughs> is like, no, like I clean and polish him every night. He has a, a closet full of fresh spare parts uh, for the cyan dog model and even built him his very own dog house to keep him warm. Uh, and it's just, it's a mystery as to why uh, cyan dog would have left. Who knows? It is very cute. How uh, I, I love the spike uh, cyan dog, like friendship. And like this episode just really highlights how much spike cares about cyan dog and how little icky cares about meta being it is like a very much kind of red oni blue oni like opposition between how meta B and and icky interact versus how cyan dog and and uh spike interact uh well yeah we'll, we'll explore these themes more uh but um we cut to the next day arika has postered the whole town uh with uh you know little little wanted posters for our cyan dog Mm -hmm. um they find they you know ask you know oh well is, is sam helping out and we found out that that spike hasn't told sam yet and wouldn't it be so funny if sam was right behind him right now to find out and she is and she kicks him out of the gang because you know uh it turns out she she pulls out a uh you know a a, a ranking book you know, like a, 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 a Tabit uh, Metabots guide or whatever those things, the, the pocket collector or whatever it was called, uh, and that has all of the rankings. Um, and uh, says like, oh, yeah, you know, Icky's still ranked number three, uh, which, you know, is like understandable because the rankings were solidified months ago. So, of course, he's still mm -hmm. ranked three. There's nothing that could have changed for him for his ranking because they're not counting matches anymore at this point. Um and, uh, you know, Sam even broke the top 100. She's ranked 86th. Uh, and she's like, we're not talking about us, though. I want to know, Spike, 
find your find your place where where you ranked and it takes him until getting to the very end of the magazine where he is actually ranked dead last in all of japan uh he is the worst meta fighter in the entire country and sam kicks him out of the screws until he can win a row battle (laughs) um so we get a couple things here in the sub that uh god it they're just fun little goofs um so first of all that wanted poster is great yeah. <laughs> um, they label uh, Cyan Dog. Uh, he's got a speech bubble that says boss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they also have written monkey metal, yellow, blue, and crappy as descriptors. <laughs> All accurate. <laughs> yeah. Like, Spike did not argue with any of it, which is great. Um, and then on that, uh, the magazine ranking, fourth place is cut out, so we don't get to see who's in fourth place. <laughs> And then on the last page of the ranking, it goes 298, 299, a blank space, and then 3 million. <laughs> it's, you know, it is weighted. We do know that. Uh... So Spike is the 3 millionth and just the worst. Like, that's good. That's a good bit. <laughs> but this is also uh, low-key a Sam episode, which is great. A little. Uh she gets some good characterization in this episode, I think. I think it's subtle, we, but I we think it's really good. One moment that I think is like just absolutely perfect. Uh, but yeah, we find out um, uh, what's been going on. Uh, oh wait, no. Uh, so so you know, uh, Spike. We just get a montage of Spike being sad. Uh, mm-hmm. He's so sad next to a river. He's so sad looking at the moon and seeing Cyan Dog in the moon as he hears a howl. Um, no. Tries to hug a passing metabot who is a, a, a dog type model, but not exactly cyan dog. <laughs> now he does do a very sad a woo in the sub. Like it is, it is his voice, and it is very sad. Yeah. Um, so he does a sad howl at the moon, which means he and cyan dog probably actually howl at the moon together as friends. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, Arika finally gets a tip. Uh, of, of where Cyan Dog's at. Um, but they're interrupted by the metalheads from episode one. Except now they all have British accents for no reason. It's because it's fun. <laughs> I guess they are trying a, a new thing. They're no longer the rockers. They're the metalheads. Uh, they've, they've changed their branding despite having the exact same outfits and the same metabots and everything. Except I guess they do have a new thing. They do have a new member. Uh, they've come to tell Spike that Cyan Dog is with them now, and his name is Sea Dog now, and he has a mohawk <laughs> and a skull tattoo on his shoulder. <laughs> it's a very Guy Fieri look. Um, his name is Benji in the sub. <laughs> Benji. <laughs> you know, the famous dog, Benji. Yeah, the famous dog, Benji. Uh, I don't... <laughs> I thought that was great. That's a good, good name for an anime robot. dog person uh sea dog does refuse to go back with spike who who begs him to return um and the metalheads tell him to get lost uh because they've got to go rehearse for a high school dance uh and uh you know spike runs off crying knowing um uh that that you know because like sea dog basically pretends to not be cyan dog the whole time like he tries to pretend Mm -hmm. he's completely different metabot and so spike you know like once he he runs off and is is confronted again by icky and arika and the crew um says like no like i know that's cyan dog uh i i know that's him because i know him by all the scratches uh in his in his parts from from battle like i polish him every day 
and uh, is willing to kind of let this go because he is such a terrible meta fighter and clearly sea dog wants uh, to have a good meta fighter to win matches. Um, and uh, meta not, not feeling any of this, which is why in the next scene, we have sea dog being a roadie for the metalheads who have changed out of their costumes. Sea uh, dogs kind of like pulling a cart full of their equipment and uh, meta confronts him and uh, you know, ask him, you know, uh, uh, why, why is he doing this? Um, why, why are you abandoning your meta fighter like this? Uh, he asks if he's really happier with these jerks than he would be with spike. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. And we, this is where we get cyan dog or excuse me, sea dogs uh, inner feelings um spike's never gonna be a better uh meta fighter if he doesn't have a, a meta bot that can actually perform and when it comes down to it sea dog is a monkey type metal stuck in a dog type body and it's just he he can't be a good meta bot so spike can't become a meta better meta fighter with him and that's why he had to leave he had to leave and to encourage spike to like find greener pastures I got nothing. Uh, this episode is almost word for word in both. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, I don't have a whole lot to pull out except for um, this next scene I love. Yeah. Uh, this well, next guess, scene. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. I guess for the for for the rest of this scene, uh, B provokes Sea uh, Dog by saying that Spike is the lousy meta fighter. That, you know, uh, you know that's that's the real problem in the relationship, which causes Sea Dog to almost punch Meta B, which, you know, is is meta be kind of goading him and says if you feel that strongly go back to him but sea dog doesn't know how he could possibly get spike's forgiveness for leaving um but meta B has a plan for this uh which we then cut to the next scene uh which is meta B's plan do you want to describe it <laughs> they are very sketchily drawn uh scenes of icky and Arika dressed as delinquents <laughs> going to beat up spike yeah uh, and then <laughs> Like it's to put Cyan Dog and Spike together, yeah, to defeat these delinquents, and it's it's beautifully drawn, it's well animated, and it is gift already. Uh, they are straight up like Hal Cali Bacon uh, music video, uh, Kuwabara Yu Yu Hakusho ass school mm-hmm. delinquents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, uh, 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 uh Arika's got like the full on like like ankle length skirt and everything and has on a, a, a face mask. Uh, Icky has had his hair curled. And I think the nice touch about Icky is in addition to having the pompadour. Also, he still has his ponytails, but his ponytails are both curled now. Uh, just It's a good look. It's great. I love God. it. Uh, Why can't we have this guy as the protagonist? <laughs> Oh man! Well, because we defeated uh, what's his name, Lord Destroyer, or whatever, in the first couple of episodes, the big cheese. Yeah. Uh, oh man! But yeah, they're uh, they're they're not convinced that this whole thing is gonna work. Um, but they're, I guess, they're convinced to go along with it. Uh, they they squat out at a corner that they are pretty sure that that uh, Spike walks by every day. And uh, step out to to stop him and hassle him so that Cyanog can can save the day. But there's a kink in this plan. Uh, Spike has already bought a new Metabot. He's bought Crosser Dog, uh, and even goes on to say that he's thinking about getting a Beetle Metal to put into it because they'll be mm-hmm. more compatible. Uh, he says only two hundred of these were made, uh, so he, he had to get Bandai it. Bandai shit. <laughs> yeah, so he he got. 200 made but if you look at the packaging it says it's 20 percent off <laughs> <laughs> it 
made 200 of them because it still sucks. Spike still has bad taste in Metabots, uh, as far as the meta is concerned. <laughs> but apparently, it's a super good model. It just, you know, it was on sale, but also limited edition. <laughs> Uh, which is great yeah uh sea dog immediately comes in uh you know upset uh talking about how oh so you what you got a new a new metabot that's so good because i'm so plain and boring and they have a little butter spat and cyan dog runs off as uh you know spike trips saying oh no it's a myth- misunderstanding i'm so sorry but and it's just uh it, i love to see it this is the thrilling drama that i need in metapods <laughs> now uh i was very surprised that the sub and the dub um differ in this one joke because when I saw it in the sub, I'm like, oh, I must have missed that in the dub. Hold on. Let me go back and rewatch it. No, this is a very dub joke that's only in the sub. Uh, Cyan Dog runs off crying, saying, when it comes to metabots and carpets, new is better. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, that is a dub level joke right yeah. there. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, where does Cyan Dog run off to, but, uh, to run into the chicken seller, uh, who gives him a, a deep and honest talking to about how, uh, Cyan Dog is upset that he's been replaced, but wasn't it he who left? Uh, he needs to stop acting like a stray dog. It turns out that Cyan Dog is a Sigma male, uh, and he needs to decide, uh, is he a stray dog or is he a fearsome wolf? Ugh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he says one of my favorite chicken seller lines, focus on the upside of being abandoned. <laughs> I think the most surprising thing about this whole sequence is he does not make a pitch for why Cyan Dog should buy some chickens. Yeah. Um, I, I think he just I dropped guess, that. I guess this is, oh, he dropped them like all of the rabbits that he sold because he became the rabbit seller, but now he's the chicken seller again. So he's just trying to like, I don't know, maybe nurture some chicken futures. Is that what's going on here, Mitch? Because he was the chicken seller and then the rabbit seller, and now he's the chicken seller again. Well, see, the thing about chickens <laughs> is they lay eggs. <laughs> rabbits also lay eggs. Uh, that's where Banui hatches from, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're recording I guess this on explains- ash wednesday mitch come on learn the so lore we, sh- <laughs> we should be doing a pokemon podcast then <laughs> oh god uh we are gonna get our our ash of the anime series here next episode um but this is we cut to sea dog is terrifying all of the small children and is playing matches for all of their meta parts uh sea dog is apparently uh taken as, as assumed the sigma male throne has a, has become the alpha leader of the of the metalheads and is taking control of the group and is just proceeding to beat the crap out of everybody that he possibly runs into uh Arika comes to report on the chaos and get meta and icky to intervene apparently uh not only is he the leader of this gang but he's defeated every single metabot in the third district okay yeah um which um which is impressive for lots of reasons one uh he's winning so that's pretty impressive two uh for some reason he's challenging for meta parts but he doesn't want to switch out his parts so he's just amassing a by now enormous pile of robot bodies yeah (laughs) <laughs> for no reason i i guess to benefit the rock and roll guys who yeah sell you know, it it's, for it's, drugs it's, i want to guess you know it's for pride 
It's for bragging rights. Uh, yeah, but that means there's no more meta fighters in the third district. Because they don't, don't have any bodies. We don't know how big these districts are, though. This could just be, the third district could just be the elementary school. <laughs> it's it's the whole prefecture. <laughs> uh, That's what's going on there. So, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have other weird uh implications of of the world building and setting in the next episode too yeah Um, yeah uh this is so uh you know b is ready to quote unquote put the hound in the pound which is a good line Mm -mm. we love to hear it Mm -mm. um i don't love to hear it that's a bad line uh spike is unwilling to intervene and uh still has not opened across her dog's package yet uh and this is when arika goes to try and recruit sam to do something about it but she won't clean up this mess because she already kicked uh spike and cyan dog out of the uh out of the gang so it's not her problem um um we get another line that amazed me it's in the sub and not the dub which leads me to believe i think one of the writers for the dub went back and rewrote all the sub episodes from now on. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense because Sam says, why would I rush out to clean up the mess he made? He's not my henchman or wrenchman or whatever. <laughs> that is, a, that's good. And it falls it's in very the whole good. thing too. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, this can't be what it originally said in Japanese. This line works too good in English, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, so, um, we we cut over to Sea Dog killing a very cute Dedane shaped rat metabot. Uh, love to see it. Well, th- hey, love to see the rat metabot. Hate to see it get mm-hmm. fucking owned. Uh, and this is when uh, Icky and Metabi show up to challenge Sea Dog. Uh, it's a search rat is the name, and okay. it's got a mouse metal, which are good at searching. Yeah, I guess that's the name. But like this entire episode is just about finding the others, finding yourself. They got a little finder rat. Yeah, it's good. I'm sure he'd also be good at hunting out the various like uh, metabots that we've seen with invisible qualities as well. But you know, uh, not relevant to here. Uh, this is this is this is this rat's bad day. Uh, he's he's eating it. Didn't even get a slice of pizza. Uh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Metabi tells Sea Dog that uh, Icky sucks shit, but he's still his best friend, and uh, it's awful that Sea Dog gave up having that with Spike. Uh, which is also when Mr. Referee drills his way up through the earth to make this an official row battle. Uh, this is such a good uh, Mr. Referee uh, entrance. Uh, definitely the best one that we're going to talk about today. Um, but- I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, I guess uh, Mr. Referee doesn't necessarily gets a lot of attention next episode, but not necessarily a fantastic intro. While I do yeah. enjoy it. Uh, this, this drill is just so good. It's probably one of my favorites in recent memory, too. Yeah. Because uh, he gets a whole earthquake going. Uh, but afterwards, uh, Metabi makes the promise that if uh, he wins, Sea Dog has to quit the band. And Sea uh, Dog agrees. But if Sea Dog wins, Metabi has to join the band as their new drummer. Uh, Metabi says he'll even bring his own sticks, which I don't understand what that's a joke to, but okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I do like that joke. Uh, it is not in the sub. Um <laughs> Once again, uh, Saiyan Dog is saying, I will take your body for my own. So, you know, I'm taking all your parts. Your body's going to be mine. I am thinking Which, that uh, Saiyan Dog's whole plan is to sit on like a mountain of meta Metabot corpse parts, uh, which is pretty metal, to be honest. It, it is very metal. Yeah. <laughs> May, he probably got the idea looking at one of the uh, the metalheads' uh, album covers going, oh, I get it now. All right. Yeah. Can't be good, be cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is when we cut over to Spike, though, who's by the river again. 
and uh, the chicken seller is behind him. Uh, it, something's off about this, but I'm, uh, we can we can move past it. It's fine. Uh, chicken seller is telling Spike that he should be at this battle. He should be trying to talk Cyan Dog out of this. Um, that uh, Cyan Dog only became what he is because Sea uh, Dog heard Spike talking about how he wanted a more powerful Metabot, and that's clearly what what Sea Dog is trying to do. He's trying to be the more powerful Metabot that Spike wanted him to be. Um, and it's just a really uplifting, uh, you know, uh, 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 speech and Spike totally agrees with it and then says, yeah, I should go there. Thanks boss. Because it's not chicken seller. It's Sam and Spike saw entirely through the disguise. <laughs> uh, Sam's also using a voice disguiser here too, which yeah. is, that's a good bit. Um, yeah. but the speech is very different in the sub, uh, Spike goes, how can I face him after I turned him away? And, Chicken Sam here goes, you idiot, his feelings aren't important. Yours are. If he doesn't listen, beat him and drag him back to you. Punching a metabot will hurt your fists, but you see the pain will reach, um, will surely reach him as well. Make him understand the pain you're feeling. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, all right, I'll feel pain. Thanks, boss. And I'm sitting there going, this, this speech is about Sam, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. The the dub speech, yeah, kinder. It shows, you know, Sam's soft side. Yeah. But I do like that sub speech. Just beat him up. Make him understand that he means a lot to you. <laughs> Which is a very good Sam line as well. Oh, man. Uh, it, I guess the, the one... The, I So, like, this cuts to, like, Sloane popping out of the corner and saying, like, oh, well, you really are a softie, and then Sam tossing him into the river. What's the take on this for the for the uh, the sub, then? So, in the sub, he's using the voice disguiser and is doing a uh, an impression of Chicken Seller, and she just beats him. God. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's the whole joke, is he starts doing a Chicken Seller impression, and she's like, no, pal. Uh, no softie or anything. <laughs> just... Huh. Uh, Just don't I, step I on do my joke. Screws. I'm glad we still get screws content in this day and age. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe next season it's going to be about the screws. That's my hope. <laughs> we can only hope. Uh, we've still got the rest of the season to get through. Uh, we also have the rest of this episode to get through. Um, so, Sea uh, Dog is keeping Metabee under heavy fire. Uh, Metabee has to dodge into the kind of playground attend- uh, equipment for cover. Um, Metabee does manage to dodge out and take out uh, Cyan Dog's uh, arm along with his head with uh, some well-placed shots. Um, uh, Cyan Dog goes in for that last final attack with a punch, but uh, Metabee manages to just completely blow him up and take him down. Except, uh, despite having Function Cease declared, Cyan Dog is still managing to like muscle up to, to get up to fight. His will is that strong, um, and as Metabee is getting ready to finish him off, Spike runs in with new parts. He apologizes. Uh, his medal made of, uh, or Cyan Dog's medal may have not been a match for his body, but it's the only match for him and Spike. Uh, and inexplicably, we it's maybe raining now. I don't know. They've blurred the background. <laughs> There's some rain uh, sound effects. And I think maybe they're trying to hide the fact that somebody that like Spike shed a tear. I'm really confused about what's going on. Oh, uh, he's outright crying and rain started falling. 
<laughs> Absolutely, it's not blurred or anything. In this, this is just they have they, this is like the worst like rain effect for. Uh, I mean, did you watch the dub and the sub? Is it yeah? Just, like, did it's they different. just cut the weird? Uh, is is there an effect I'm missing, or is this just yeah. weird? It's looking? raining. It's it's genuinely raining. Yeah, I'm so confused as to I don't why know why they cut missing. it either. Did they um, code it weird? Like, I don't know. I it 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 looks like every other time an anime boy cries in a in a anime and you know rain falls it it's a normal looking scene i don't get it, it there's um, just something weird about like oh yeah the, you're not wrong I, I it looks weird yeah i i it has to be that just something fucked up in like the way that they like maybe the the the, the file got corrupted or something or like the when they when they sent it over it went over without whatever like layered effect they were using to physically show the rain because you hear the rain and the background is like depicted in a way that you see backgrounds depicted when it's raining but there's no physical rain on the screen it's so strange <laughs> i mean it's better if it was a mistake than if it was uh intentional i guess right I, I can't see it, it being intentional because they have a rain sound effect in the background and they would have like like the 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 way that dubbing works is they get master stems for everything mm -hmm. and sometimes they even redo a lot of the like sound effects so they're purposely making sure the rain's in there uh <laughs> yeah it, it's definitely in there in the sub like i'm going back and checking it now I'm checking both parts. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is very different looking. I'm guessing they just forgot part of it, uh, which is wild. Um, <laughs> uh, this show's yeah. great. I love it. Uh, even the mistakes are fun. Oh, man, uh, um, we did uh, neglect to point out. Um, so Medibee's wondering why Sindown can actually shoot well now, and apparently it's because his uh, metal leveled up. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he, yeah. Did, he did destroy every other metabot in the entire district, so... <laughs> yeah, so he better have leveled up. Um, but yeah, uh, when he stands up, he gives a really good speech, too. Um, he's talking about how he can't lose. Uh, if he loses, he'll always be an underdog, and he has to win, so then he'll be able to win back the boss. Uh, he has to prove that he can still fight, even if his parts and metal aren't compatible. Which is... It's sweet. Yeah. And uh, this is, you know, where we get the the full apology from uh, from Spike, uh, you know, that he's, you know, he's he's here for it. They're going to win. And, uh, uh, you know, B and Icky confront the metalheads uh, uh, first because, uh, you know, even despite this, um, uh, they won't give up Spike's watch. So they still technically own Cyan Dog. Mm -hmm. And this is when uh, B unleashes the metaphors, taking the metaheads out in like one fail swoop and they get the watch back. But this is when um, White Sword, who totally is still an active metabot being used by Sea Slug, rushes in and takes Meta B out while he's kind of drained from the metaphors. Um, who Icky and Metabee are surprised that Metabee managed to use the Metaphors again because I guess apparently that's the thing they don't have control of again out of nowhere. And Metabee didn't even remember using it just now. Um, and that's when Spike, you know, gets Sand Dog switched over to Crosser Dog just in time for Crosser Dog to shoot the uh, 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 White Sword and chase him off. And, you know, finally, uh, uh, 
Spike and uh, is reunited with Crosser Dog, a Menavot that he somehow lost for several episodes and now has him again. And Crosser Dog is here now, uh, just in time to see White Sword go off with the other ninja Menavots who totally we haven't defeated yet, who uh, kind of like make some ominous, you know, noises and then escape off into the woods, never to be seen again because we will never see them ever again because they've already all been defeated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they just kind of um, like like really like this like they don't change anything about this episode it should just go like come into play right before the rentaro episode like we kind of expected it to uh and here we are <laughs> yeah um yeah uh my big problem is so the next episode starts with a flashback that retells the important parts of this episode the last minute and a half it does um uh but when I it retells it they they say that Metabi used the metaphors on purpose and can now do that at will now, which isn't what we see in the show. Yeah. We it, also hear it's about also a, like a thing that the show did tell us that Metabi can do, but yeah. in different episodes. <laughs> it also um talks about a battle that he had with uh Sin Saber in them, which also did not happen. <laughs> the flashback, even in the sub, is not accurate to the episode. <laughs> So I didn't even need this episode. So uh, we now um, we 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 go through a time skip. We've come through a portal. Um, uh, Mitch, uh, we get told that we need to stand outside of um, a factory. We have some we have some big shotguns, and uh, uh, our future selves are sent through in a time machine with uh, back jackets filled with gold plates, and we kill them because we've closed the loop. We finally come to it. Uh, we are at episode 41 in the Japanese and 41 in the dub. Uh, or no, wait, 40, excuse me. Episode 40 in, in the sub and episode 40 in the dub. Let the meta, meta games begin. Mitch, how does it feel that we are officially caught back up with Metabots? <laughs> I, I didn't know my jaw has been clenched for uh, <laughs> like six months now. Um, it's weird. Uh, I like it. Uh, I guess we're going to have to see how it yeah. goes. I, I'm worried because that's half the content is us joking about this. half this podcast is us just joking about the episodes being different. And now that they're the same, we're gonna have to try again like we did at the beginning of the series. Oh man, I'm excited. Uh, well, we have we have put there. This certainly has a lot to try for uh, because we are at the World Metabot Federation board members meeting where they have voted and determined who the efficient for the Metabot Championship is going to be, they've decided it's Mr. Referee. And one of them does say, having the name Mr. Referee didn't hurt your chances. <laughs> uh, it was a unanimous decision. Yeah. Uh, Which makes sense. He's the only referee we yeah. ever see. So, um, yeah. All right. And, uh, you know, it does... Here's the thing, though. They have a last-minute rules edition uh, that Mr. Referee is scandalized by before we cut away uh, to a news anchor uh, discussing the World Robattle Cup. It's been four years. This happens every four years. This is such a such a uh, an honor. Uh, we're here at the Metadome in downtown Metalopolis uh, for the World Robattle Cup Championship, which is just in Iki and Arika's hometown. Apparently the name of the city or whatever suburb of it they live in is Metalopolis. Uh, and it just... It's right in the downtown that they know and love. Uh, 
<laughs> well, actually, uh, the town that was chosen to host is uh, Toji, better known as Metalopolis. And then Iki and uh, Rika then go on to say, um, well, th- they're complaining because they wanted to go overseas. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, Metabi got a passport and everything, and it's really yeah. cute. Um, but Iki goes, we travel farther for field trips. This is the next town yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> so we still don't know where Iki and Metabi live. They just live near Toji, which apparently is the name of a temple in Kyoto. Um, here's a weird thing. This is apparently the first time uh, the championship takes place in Asia. And that's weird, considering the Metabot company who makes Metabots is in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Right? That seems weird to me. It's not like the Olympics where, you know, people are made all over the world. <laughs> Metabots company makes Metabots in Japan. It's weird that the championship doesn't take place near Japan ever up until this year. Okay, you say this. Um, Mitch, if you had to guess where the first FIFA World Cup was, where do you think it would be? Uh, I'll, I'll let you know um, the, the final match, uh, France defeated Mexico 4-1. to one. Uh, and the 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 penal and the bef- uh, the other like final match was for I guess for bronze was the United States defeating Belgium three to one. What? Where do you think that the first FIFA World Cup was hosted? I would say either Canada or Russia. Uruguay. Uruguay. Yeah. All right. So, cool. Yeah. You know, I guess it makes sense that you know, uh, like soccer, like definitely, definitely very popular in in Latin America, but like I, I'm pretty sure is a. Um, uh, uh, like, like a European origin sport. Uh, first World Cup, not in Europe. So yeah, you know. Yeah, but like, they make soccer balls, <laughs> like pretty easily at a lot of places. They, you're either a metabot or you're a knockoff for the most part, or you're a metabot or you're using the metabot's license. I don't know. I mean, I guess cell phones are made primarily over there. And then, like, the cell phone um, companies have their conventions and, like, product show-offs in New York and stuff. So, I mean, I guess. <laughs> it's just weird. It, yeah. I don't know. Well, like, also, what? Um, this is only the third championship, probably, because they happen every four years. And we know one happened eight years ago. So this is only the yeah. third Metabots World Championship. I think I think they said eighteen years ago in that one episode. Was it eighteen? So I thought it was eight. So I'm let's say sure it was eight. That the incident happened. Um, like no, eight. Ago. No, eight. Eight. Eighteen years ago was uh, when the um, metal uh, the metal was perfected yeah. or something. Uh, when they were taking the tour, they t- talked about eighteen years ago in Metabots. Um, so let's say. That's when it started. Two years go by, and then there's a world championship. So this would be the fourth one. That makes sense. <laughs> Seems all right. Okay. Okay. Uh, listeners, if you remember so, Metabots better than we do, uh, please tell us that we're wrong or right. Uh, <laughs> don't tell us. No. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell us we're wrong. We're not wrong. Okay. So back to the episode. Karen rolls up in. Look, uh, we're watching two different. <laughs> anime series essentially right now No, we're back to one anime series uh karen rolls up in a limo but outsteps koji because he got a ride from her uh also the screws are here they're checking out the players village there's apparently a palatial estate for the international players um uh yeah makes sense uh spike is ready to take some pictures of all the celebrities and sam's like no you shouldn't do that photos will fade 
And she pulls out a Sharpie and says, permanent ink on autographs is going to last forever. And they run around uh, getting ready to get autographs from people. And this is where we start getting introduced to some new teams. Hey, who's the first team that we see, Mitch? It's Team Mexico. And it's racist. Yeah. Yeah, it's very racist. It's three guys all in matching sombreros and ponchos, all playing guitars, all with a unibrow, all with mustaches. Uh, and I don't, I can't believe that somebody has finally shown up G Gundam for being racist about Latin American countries. Uh, now, Colin, what do they say when they get out of the car? Oh God. I don't even remember. I know it's bad. Uh, they yell the word amigo. <laughs> they, they just constantly say amigo and Olay. Is that right? Uh, in, in the sub, they only say the word oh, amigo man. and they say it like they four say times. another word, but at least it's another stereotypical word that a Spanish speaking person would say. I hate it. I hate it. Then we get to see Team yeah, Siberia. Now, Team Siberia also racist. <laughs> yeah. Now, the fun part about um, the only fun part about Team Mexico is after Sam gets their autograph because she's getting Pepper Cat autographed. That's outright stated <laughs> because it's it won't get damaged if Peppercat gets autographed, <laughs> which I guess is her just being cocky about Peppercat never being yeah. hit, I guess. Um, but she gets Peppercat autographed, and it says, gracias, amigos. Mm-hmm. So Sam can speak Spanish, which is, that's the best part about this whole whole episode to me, is she can speak Spanish. You love to see it. But yeah, uh, Siberian sucks. Um, they mentioned that uh, the English representatives are off screen. Yeah. So she runs to go see the English oh, representatives. We don't get to see the English representatives because they don't want to. They don't no. want to dishonor them by having a racist character on screen. <laughs> I personally, I think it's because they couldn't think of any stereotypes <laughs> to make metabots after. Anyways, they just didn't want to have to draw a new uh, team. Icky is, as a member of the Japanese team, is expecting to get attention from their loyal fans. Um, and Koji talks about how dignified they're going to have to be because they're going to have the spotlight on them, which then cuts to Icky running off to get autographs from people. Um, Koji is repeatedly ignored as, uh, just hordes of children stampede over him, including Sam, ignoring him to go see more famous metafighters, um, time and time again, uh, until the number one world champion Victor rolls up in a big purple bus um, with a, a motorcade and everything, uh, it, they've got a long sequence of it opening up with a bunch of like technical, uh, bits and bobs and like, you know, a staircase and they, and him and his boys, they all get introduced and they come walking through and they're going through like a little parade route and there's, there's ticker tape and all that kind of stuff. And Icky decides that he's going to, uh, he's going to meet Victor. Uh, he ducks under the, the kind of like, uh, security tape, keeping the crowd at bay and runs over asking him to, uh, autograph Metabee because he doesn't have any paper and that's clearly the best thing. And, uh, Victor just ignores him completely. And, uh, you know, even knocks better to be to the ground as he tries to walk past them. And, uh, when Metabee objects, Victor tells Icky that he should control his Metabot or, his metabot should give his elders respect. <laughs> uh, superiors is yeah. the word he chose because he's a metabot <laughs> racist. Um, in the the sub, his exact uh, wording is, uh, is this your metabot? Teach him not to get friendly when talking to humans. It's yeah. This guy, this guy's just a straight up metabot racist. And it comes into play later. Um, here's a fun game. At what point in time did you start booing this man? Net, well, uh, like, 
The unfortunate thing is I think this shit heel rules. He's such a cool guy. I love his glasses. I love his fit. I love everything about him. And then he opened his mouth and he has the worst voice actor in the world. <laughs> He's got a great voice actor. In the, the dub voice. Just watch the, the sub. I should. The dub, the dub voice actor is just like stuffy and weird. It does not fit the character at all. Uh, Oh, he's got this smooth, like, rich voice. Like, it's deep and, like, mean. <laughs> oh, it's great. Um, but, yeah, this dude sucks. <laughs> I think I started booing him as soon as I saw his... Because I saw the semi pull up. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big purple yeah. semi. I'm Listen, excited. I love, I and then love I saw. I love a bad guy. He's getting that cheap heat. Knocking over Meta B. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, want to, I want to hate him. Like, like... I want to... I want to hit him in a fun way. And right now it's just not fun yeah. yet. <laughs> He's got a good design. Um, I, he, those glasses look dope. I I don't understand the little white circles at the bottom of those lenses, which makes me think it's cool. Uh, yeah, I want to say that they're um, they're like supposed to be either a glare or like like a a screw that's like holding the glasses together. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking they were maybe like magnets so we could put more sunglasses on top of his it sunglasses. Could be like a microchip so he can like get readout displays in his glasses or something. I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I just can't get behind behind someone who treats their metabots like, like a tool for well, war. We haven't seen him how he specifically treats his own metabot. He's simply mean to Metabee. <laughs> oh, which is fair. Metabee does suck. <laughs> like we love Metabee, but Metabee does Listen, suck. I'm, I'm here I'm here for the booking. I'm I'm I am glad that he's a shit heel. Uh, but yeah, we um All we right. cut over to the Seven Eleven. Uh, hold yeah. on, hold on, because uh, I mentioned before. Um, so the animation in this episode is slowed down for the dub, not a whole lot, but enough to grab several extra seconds in the yeah. episode because they cut out a lot. Here's one of the big things they cut out: uh, a poster for meat buns. <laughs> Now, it's not just I don't think they just cut out this poster for meat buns because of um because they're meat buns and you know, here in America we don't eat a lot of meat buns. Uh they they cut it out for a different reason. I'm going to send you a picture of it real quick over the Discord and you can tell me why you think they cut out this uh this poster. Um any hold on. I should have cut it out before, but I'm right here. Now, why do you think they cut out this uh <laughs> This poster. Um, I think they cut it out because it looks like titties. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't even look like it's hiding it. it. It is just, like, they even got little nipples on there. Which I guess is, like, the the, the Metabots, like, championship logo imprinted on them. But it just, yeah, that, that's a pair of titties. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that was cut. <laughs> okay, well, we cut over to the 7-Eleven, uh, where Hen- Henry is explaining uh, Victor's reputation as being arrogant. It's just part of his character. Uh, Arika asks what, uh, you know, what they're going to do about the fact that they don't know where the third member of their team is. Nobody knows where Space Meta fi- uh, Fighter X is. Koji and Iki are just kind of hoping he'll show up. And then Arika reminds everybody, hey, Space Meta Fighter X is also the Phantom Renegade, which Aki and Henry immediately are surprised that she knows and are very concerned about. Uh, and uh, Arika starts talking about how maybe he doesn't want to show up because there's so many cops and security around the, me- the Metadome that he'll get caught and arrested uh but you know um karen really thinks that he'll just show up he'll be fine it'll, it'll be okay 
Uh, um, so Aki turns to Henry and asks Henry how they know that. Yeah. And Henry goes, don't ask me questions. Well, cause Henry clearly Which, doesn't know anything because he's just a simple boy that works at seven 11. Right. Now I, I brought this up in the last season and we kind of dropped it. Uh, cause you know, I'm known for making these wild predictions that some end up turning out true on the other. I have to heavily modify so that I'm still right. Um, and I said, you know, you know, retort is uh, space matter fighter X, and I thought maybe off chance Henry was retort. No, because now this like, episode, I, I thought seems that for to... a long time, and you were telling me it was wrong, and you convinced me that it was definitely wrong, and I definitely believe that. And for you to come back and start saying that Henry is the Phantom Thief retort, no, I don't believe it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, because Henry keeps getting mad because they keep bringing up how uh, retort's a criminal. And Henry just keeps getting so mad they're calling his boy yeah, a criminal. Because he's he he idolizes and loves his boy. Like, I get it. <laughs> but um yeah, he keeps trying to answer Aki about uh Space Matter Fighter X this entire bit. Which is great. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um but yeah, eventually uh they head out, Aki heads home, and his parents have uh just they've got they've got a letter for him. Uh they've got a uh in uh, a special missive from the Metabot uh, board or whatever it is um, that uh, they're going to start the the opening ceremonies with an exhibition match uh, between Team Japan and uh, the champion Victor and Team Kenya, which is great. It's so good. Metabee's ready to drag the Fenway Renegade to the match to make sure he's there because now they're concerned. Oh wait, we have to be on screen even earlier than we thought we were going to, and uh, they will get disqualified. If they don't have all three members. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Icky's dad goes, we raised one heck of a son, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, Metabee. To which, to which <laughs> Miss Tenryo goes, if you like him so much, why don't we just have another? <laughs> and he just blushes. We love horny Miss Tenryo. Uh, <laughs> I love a loving family. We know she's baby crazy from previous episodes. Like, uh... Yeah, th- th- she is baby crazy. Well, her husband also is gone most yeah. of the year. And we learn... We learn why it's because he's fighting wars yeah, in other countries. He's, he's uh, you know suppressing uh, rebellions and and doing UN actions and other terrible war crimes. But uh, you know, at least m- more than likely, he's suppressing metabot rebellions, which isn't good. Okay, maybe suppressing rebellions that also use metabots, which is. I mean, it's just as bad, I'm but sure, <laughs> at least there's humans involved. I'm sure we'll find out more in season three. Uh, but we do. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, we cut over to Karen. We uh, It's it's nighttime. Karen's hanging out in bed reading a catalog, and she gets a phone call where her uh, one of her maids brings in a rotary phone, uh, I assume is made out of ivory and gold. Um, and it's a mysterious phone call asking her to do a favor. And she's like, oh, uh, well, okay. Uh, we don't know where this goes. Um, Colin, she's got a cell phone. <laughs> yeah, but it's charging. You know how much she uses the battery on it. Also, that phone that phone's um, for solutions. This this phone is for problems. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, that's very good. Um, I was just in shock this entire scene because we finally found something bigger than her p- big pink limousine. <laughs> it's her big yeah. pink bed. It, that that reveal for that bed took as long as a reveal for the limo. And I loved it. Um, but yeah, we cut to the next day. Uh, Icky and the gang are marching to the dome. Uh, Arika and brass give, uh, Icky an emergency bag in case something goes wrong. Um, and, uh, while they're waiting in team Japan's room, uh, the Finn and still hasn't shown up. 
uh, Space Benefighter X still isn't here. Um, we cut over to the main stage where Mr. Referee is lowered in on a platform covered in roses, uh, with mm-hmm. along with a, a stunning intro of how he's able to appear everywhere he's needed to be and how he's the most beloved referee of all time. Uh, we get a quick cut through the um, the audience where we see Rentaro is here, Akusho is here, Aki's enjoying some kind of pink drink with a straw in a pi- private booth. You know, just good times all around. Um, and Mr. Referee begins to usher in the opening ceremonies by introducing the various teams. And the first one they introduce is Team Mexico, who, again, very racist. Also, all of their metabots are cactuses. I hate this. I do not like to see it, Mitch. <laughs> The three tequila brothers and their sabotenas, which, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, every part about this is bad. It, it probably could have been worse, I guess. Uh, we, but, um, yeah, I don't even want to think it'd be hard pressed uh, to find a way. Yeah. We cut to, uh, Japan's room, uh, where they get their stage call from the production crew. They need to be on, they need to be on Mark. Um, which is when they are like, all right, cool. I guess we have to see what Arika packed us in the emergency bag and they open it up and it is an inflatable space metafighter X and arc beetle. Uh, I love it. Um, it's hand drawn by Arika, probably handmade. Cause like it's contoured to the drawing. Yeah. Uh, she worked. She must have worked hard on this. And then, right before the match, she pauses. Or right before uh, she hands it to him, she pauses and says, "Icky, you look cool right now. I'll be rooting for you." Which is the first positive thing Arika's ever said about Icky, without immediately saying something mean too. <laughs> like this is great. I'm excited. More Arika, please. Um, we then cut back over to the main stage, uh, where probably the most infuriating thing I've ever heard in my fucking life, where. Uh, Mr. Referee introduces Victor as the third world champion, Teams Kenya, Victor, Mm. which, oh my god. (laughs) So, here's the thing about the term the third world, is the third world, especially at the time where the show was made, is used to convey a certain lack of development and poverty. Here's what the third world actually means. You have the quote-unquote first world, which are NATO countries. You have the quote-unquote second world, which are Soviet countries. And you have the quote-unquote third world, which are independent countries. So, for example, Switzerland is a third world country. And for them to deploy this specifically with the Kenyan team just seems really fucked Mm. up. Uh, I don't like to hear it. I am very mad about this. I am upset with Metabots right now. I was not expecting while cool robot sympathies to spill into Metabots in this time, but it is. I don't want a bunch of racist bullshit in my tournament arc. I'm very, I'm mad about it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One of the reasons I don't like tournament arcs is because they tended to devolve into, let's get a bunch of stereotypes and uh, make them fight. And then we win against the stereotypes. Um, yeah, it's not good. Uh, what if maybe when he said the third world champion, he meant this is the third time he's the world champion and just said it very terribly. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna, um, well, I guess that would make sense. Well, no, it wouldn't make sense because let's, you know, 18 years, 16 years of Metabots championships. We know, uh, Henry, not the Henry we know and love that works at 7-Eleven, but a different Henry, who is Space Metafighter X, uh, won the first championship. And retort, and looks exactly like, and uses a rare Kabuto a metal. Different person, though. Um, uh, won the first championship, which means that um, this would be, even if Victor won the previous two championships, this would be his third championship. 
So unless he, unless what if he won the Metabot Corporation the first one, is really the second one into him winning this one, he isn't the third world champion. Well, yeah, unless there's more. Yeah, no, it's not going to work. They're just dumb. And also, racist. let's let's assume that like at the youngest, this this Henry that we know is the first champion was like fourteen. That means that sixteen years later, he's what um thirty. Does Henry strike you as a thirty-year-old person? No, <laughs> I, yeah. I think it's. I yeah. think we've. I think it's only been eight years since the first Metabot Championship. I think that. Uh, I, I think that just like Henry won the first one, and then Victor won the last one, and now we're on the third one. I think that's what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just trying to give Mister Ref the benefit of the doubt here, more than anything. <laughs> Maybe he's got a script he's following. Because we learned through the episode, Mr. Ref is not having a good day here. He's not. Uh, because we find out he has to read off the rules. Uh, so we do get some we get some Metabots rules for the first time ever uh, for this championship. One, uh, no, ta- no time limits. Two, all matches will be team matches. Three, um, if a... If a, a competitor walks away from the stage, if they if they walk off the the battlefield, they are they are basically forfeiting. Um, and uh, uh, you know, other than that, like everything is a normal Metabots match, except the board has voted for a new rule: matches are being played for medals at this tournament, which everyone is fucking upset over, understandably. Yeah, um, the wording is different in the sub, which. I like um, the wording is the winners have the right to take the loser's medal, which mean there's a chance that they won't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but okay. If you're running a worldwide tournament, you can't add a new rule the day of. That also means these competitors can never compete again. <laughs> well, it's not. They didn't add it a day of. They voted on it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but th- they're just announcing it today. Yeah. It is. It is fucked up. It is definitely fucked up, and that's why you know seconds before the new tournament, yeah. and then when Team Japan goes, we don't like this rule. The answer is, well, then you forfeit and lose. Yeah, like Icky straight up says that he'd rather he'd rather forfeit and not compete than lose his best friend, which is a point Victor tells him that he should be he should be worried because he doesn't have the skills to beat him. And so uh, this also just goads Icky into being like, okay, yes, no, me and Metaphy will actually fight, which is when we immediately go into our first match of the tournament. Hold on. The ceremony uh, exhibition match. Victor says, if you don't want to give up your medal, if you don't want to give up your medal, then you can retire or you can win. (laughs) And that is a good heel line. Yeah, no, he's such a great heel. I love it. Uh, Also, we see a crowd shot. Uh, when everyone's upset and we see what I believe are the Americans because we see three identical football player metabots. Oh yeah. Yeah. They've got to be the American team. <laughs> and if they're the Americans, did you look at their faces? No. <laughs> Cause they all look just so snobby and slimy. <laughs> okay. That's they just look like a bunch of jerks, that's, which that's a I stereotype love. I can get behind. Uh, American stereotypes in anime are always perfect. Uh, <laughs> the, the best one is, um, uh, God, what's his name? Keith from Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Bandit Keith. Yeah, yeah, Bandit Keith. He's he's got to be the best American stereotype I've ever seen. Okay, so um, we are about and and also when they are 
when Japan gets brought in, immediately everyone kind of notices that that is an inflatable version of Space Metafighter X, uh, which gets brought up again uh, because we're about to head into this exhibition match, and uh, Mr. Referee is about ready to call it for Team Kenya because Japan's short one player. They can't compete without a full team of three, which is when Space Metafighter X finally shows up, Mitch. She's here. I called it. Uh, I was going back and listening to some uh, earlier episodes um, to get ready for some stuff, and I was trying to grab some extra gifts and stuff. Um, I called this very thing. You did. <laughs> uh, it's Karen. Karen is here. She's putting on a Space Metafighter X affectation, which it sounds like her voice actress is just having a hell of a time doing. Uh, and she's here. In the you know, it's basically just. She's, she's in the leotard, she has the scarf, she has the mask on, still uh, twin tails out. She's here with Nutri-Nurse. Like, uh, this is the best thing for me. I love this. I. <laughs> uh, the only thing that would have been slightly better is if Nutri-Nurse had some sort of, like, sunglasses on or something to disguise. Yeah, if Nutri-Nurse also had a mask, that would be great. Or, like, so, like <laughs> a fake, like, head thing so that it looked like she had, like, Arc Beetle's horns or something like that. God. Uh, no, this is this is wonderful. It's perfect. She lands on the ground and asks if she did the speech right. And then they they go, Karen, he goes, no, no, no. Space Matter Fighter X. Yeah. Uh, she does. Gotta stay in character. Yeah. Uh, she is really trying to get her lines right and, and, and play the character. Uh, she explains that Space Metafighter X called her um, the previous night, asking her to compete in his place while he takes care of some business. And then inexplicably, we cut over to Henry, who is serving pizzas for the stadium. Because uh, oh. uh, in the sub, he is serving those little booby buns. Yeah, which makes more sense because uh, in when in the context of pizza... Uh, he flips the pizza box up vertically, which would destroy the pizza, but would not destroy buns, uh, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, now, um, pizza box holding is very important to me as a person. <laughs> I, I'm not going to get into it because uh, our listeners won't know, but we've been going off tangent quite a bit today. Yeah, uh, um, we're, we're in an hour and 51 minutes of what I assume is an hour of recording time. <laughs> if that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I get so mad about how people hold their pizza boxes. Yeah, no. Hold I, it level. Yeah, I mean, my first job was at a pizza place. I feel you. Uh. Um, Klaus, friend of the show, uh, his restaurant, their sign says, don't be a rebel, keep it level. And they say that to almost every single person who takes their pizza out of the carryout. Yeah. Because sometimes people just put it under their arms like a briefcase. Oh, my God. Okay, so we go back to the fight where Bandit uh, and Rhino Rush get brought out, uh, who are both shooting specialists. And then the third member of the Kenyan team is uh, uh, Gorlong. Is it Gorlongo or Goriango? Uh, but they, I got Goriango. Yeah, Goriango, who is a diversion specialist. So very clearly, we've got like a, a big, strong, like frontline meta fighter to distract uh, from other people while the the two um, the. Uh, Runner Rush seems like more of an artillery type, whereas War Bandit seems more of like a sniper machine gunny kind of situation. And so it just kind of seems like Goriango is going to distract and get the uh, the enemy metabots into a group. And then War Bandit and Runner Rush are just going to destroy them. Um, Karen continues to be in character and ham it up. Uh, just kind of throws a, a knee up onto the, the side of, of the arena and like 
Kochi and, and Icky are getting upset because she's calling too much attention to herself. No, it it is so good. Yeah. that She puts the knee up and then they're like, what are you doing? She goes, I'm in character. <laughs> because, yes, uh, Space Matter Fighter X keeps leaning on things with his knee up. Yeah. Like, she commits. I love it. Yeah. I... I kind of hope she's at least coming in and out for the rest of this, the season. Yeah. Um, I, I hope she's, yeah, I hope she's here for the whole time. Um, uh, here's, now, I don't know the whole time. I do want to see space meta fighter X get his mask removed. Yeah. <laughs> to see that actually the entire time he was a robot. <laughs> well, he's got to get his mask removed to reveal that he's phantom renegade to then get his phantom renegade mask re- uh, removed to reveal that he's a robot. And that robot is Karen. <laughs> <laughs> the robot was designed after uh after henry because henry kept winning uh and who else would you build a robot after than a, a world champion yeah. now here's the problem um as much as uh koji and icky are the top ranked meta fighters in the country they're also little boys and you know what little boys do when they play competitive pokemon is they use hyper beam and they use uh thunderbolt and it doesn't go well because they immediately decide to have Metabee use the Metaforce and Simulodon use the Shadow Sword. And Wehrman not only dodges the Metaforce shot, but also dodges the uh, Shadow Sword attack and then shoots the shit out of both of them. Uh, and yeah. when, uh, you know, Icky and, and Koji asks for, for Space Metafighter X to have Neutronars come in to play defense, um, Warbandit shoots her and takes her out before she can put a shield up. Uh, it's bad. Yeah, the the entire time, uh, Victor is saying like step two degrees to the right, uh, and then calling out like one, three, six, and like a whole bunch of numbers, but like aim one degree to the left and like super precise, yeah. and it's just always hitting. And like, yeah, this guy's this guy's very good at metabots, apparently. Yeah, but this is where we're gonna see how how our our protagonists are gonna succeed because uh, he commands War Bandit to. Um, uh, or I keep going back in between War Bandit and War Bonnet. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we we went over this the first time that this Metabot appeared. Uh, it's I guess explicitly is now both in the sub and the dub not a Native American Metabot, which is nice, but also yeah. still War Bandit and War Bonnet are still kind of problematic. Uh, it is a lion, but yeah. like there's other stuff going on with that. I you know, Ugh. you know. <laughs> The last time we saw this was on a televised event that Icky has on CD. He, why didn't he just watch that? <laughs> because he's not smart. We know this. Uh, but I'm just saying, if I'm going to fight the the strongest person in the world, and I have their fights on you know DVD, I'd at least glance at them maybe once. I mean, yeah. Well, they still haven't replaced the TV from when they accidentally destroyed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. We saw Kareem playing video games this on it. This is true, yeah. Um, so and salty playing video games. Uh, here's the thing though is that uh, uh Victor commands uh War Bandit to uh use his maximum power blast, and I think this is where we're gonna see what's gonna what's gonna get our plucky protagonist out of trouble. Uh, Metabee dives into danger to uh knock Similodon and Neutronurse out of the blast. It is the only time the maximum power blast is ever missed, and they narrowly escape. Uh, and uh, Victor gets ready to do a second maximum power blast, but Mr. Referee calls it. Uh, This exhibition match, unlike the other batches we're going to get into for the rest of this tournament, had a time limit, and the time has run out, so no one 
technically loses. No one loses a medal. Uh, Icky tells Victor he'll be taking the world title the next time they meet, and he points directly at the WrestleMania sign. And uh, yeah, we're we're getting into it. <laughs> um, so in the sub, uh, it, it's this way in the dub, but uh, in the sub they don't mention um the name of the move. It's just how he normally shoots his gun. Yeah, he just has a gun that neat. shoots real big. <laughs> Um, and then the match ends because we're, we're about it. I mean, it's a timeout, but what happens is, uh, the guns to the back of Metabee's head. Oh, <laughs> which is Metabee's go-to move. Yeah. Is just put your gun to the back of their head and threaten to kill them. Yeah. But yeah, um, that would have taken off Metabee's head. And so, so the, the fight is called and Icky goes, next time we meet, I will refuse to lose, or I will refuse to wo- uh, to lose. To which point, uh, Victor goes, "You'll refuse to lose." I like that. You know what? I'm looking forward to our next fight. And he walks away happy with Icky. I'm like, "All right," because this entire time you kept saying the kid was an idiot for fighting for his friends. And next, then you're like, "Oh, okay." Now that you don't want to lose, I like you now. Very <laughs> straightforward. Um, oof. it was a good fight. Um, I don't. I don't know where this next fight is going to go. Because obviously Victor is better than everyone else. Yeah. But if this is among the the caliber of fighters we're going to fight against. I mean, Icky always loses the first match and then wins the second match. That's yeah. pretty much how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like we're going to... Um, we, we've got, uh, you know, uh, 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 no spoilers, but uh, Sam's coming back on for Sam's favorite episode of the entire show. Uh, next week so uh we you, you'll get to look forward to that which is going to be pixies and pirates we also have the french deception i'm pretty sure the french team is going to lose uh and you know um uh are they going to cheat though from the title <laughs> I, that seems what it's going to be uh but it seems like maybe uh, a couple of these episode titles that we're seeing um i definitely think that we're gonna we're gonna get some some mid-tournament arc training regimens Hopefully from Space Metafighter X, or maybe from Chicken Cellar, or who knows who. Uh, and we'll just we'll have to see how things go. I'm excited. Um, God, uh, this this tournament arc is either going to be amazing or just just so 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 bad. Because <laughs> um, between this episode and the one episode that I uh, accidentally uh, took a gander at before coming up, which I won't mention the name of, but I've talked to Colin about it. Uh, it being a very gender episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very worried. Uh, it's going to be great or awful. Um, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, but we only have uh, a handful of episodes left until the end of the series. Yeah. Th- that's for us. At least the, that's going to yeah, be very exciting. Yeah, the end of season two, at least, uh, before mm-hmm. maybe we'll go on to season three in a completely different production studio. <laughs> Metabots Damashi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh this this was certainly a time uh we've been recording for two-ish hours uh mitch where can people find you on the internet <laughs> they can find me at uh big bad beetle boy on twitter uh that's the best place to find me i almost said the wrong twitter that's how that's how fun this episode has been yeah generally fun but um kind of scattered um, you can find me on the internet at Pagetish. That's P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H. I'm still trying to use that Twitter more. If you're cool, you can find me at Pagetesque. That's P-A-D-G-E-T-T-E-U-S-Q-U-E. Or, no, that's not right. Um, <laughs> You've been saying Pagetish 
on every podcast you've been on, and there's a considerable amount for the last several years. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like I've been using Pagetish for years and recently had to switch that to a new account. You can fi- you can find my private account that I might let you follow me on at Pagetesk. That's P-A-D-G-E-T-T-E-S-Q-U-E at Twitter.com. You had to look that up, didn't you? If you already followed me at Pagetish, you probably followed me at Pagetesk now because I just switched the name over and made a new account under Pagetish. That's where we're at. <laughs> Uh, you got to do what you got to do. You gotta do what As you someone do, who's yeah. uh, migrated uh, Twitter accounts uh, a few times, it's not always easy, but it you got to do it. Yeah. Hey, go listen to Commonwealth Climate Talks. Uh, that should be out by the time this episode comes out. That should that uh, that really should be out by the time this episode comes out. Um, yeah. Uh, you can find the podcast at MetaWatch and MetaRotch. Uh, got plenty of good gifts coming out from what I hear. Good gift time. Uh, yeah, uh, I I went a little crazy for a few of those episodes, but um, I've uh, I'm taking my time and looking at these episodes, and some of them are just bad for gifts. <laughs> like, um, it, and it's separate quality from like how fun the episode is. Like, uh, Miss Mimosa was a fun episode to watch. There's only like two or three pictures I can take from that whole episode. Yeah, and the same thing with um um uh the meta. Uh, birds and metabees. There's just not a whole lot of whole lot of gifts I can take of. There's only that. so many shots of penguins stumbling out of uh, other creatures that you can really get. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I'm working on it. We're getting there. You know what we're not working on, Mitch? Oh, what? Are- we're not working on an ending. Metabolic!